I don't know who needs to hear this, but... If somebody's wearing earbuds, they probably don't want to talk to you and have really small talk. Like, really small talk. Ah, uh, yeah, that's accurate. Okay. Same so, with if they have their nose in a book, they probably don't want to talk to you either. Right. I mean, unless they're sitting at a bar, then that's obviously like, hey, I want to be talked to. Mm. But no, so that, <laughs> that's going off topic. So I pick up the beer and everything and I do all of this right. manipulation of these, these beer uh, palettes and I'll have an earbud in and then somebody will say something to me and I'm like, excuse me, what? Like I'll have to pull it out so that I can hear them. Like I only use one mm-hmm. so that I can hear my surroundings, but not to listen to my surroundings. It's to hear it just to be like that ambient noise. Right. Yeah. And figure out if there's a problem. But if I have that in and somebody says, and I'm like, excuse me, what? And they're like, you want to put that in the back of my my car? Like, no. I'm here to make jokes with you. Like, I hate those obligatory jokes that like everybody makes, and they always think like, oh, I'm so funny. Like anytime I'm delivering food anywhere, and people are always like, oh, you brought that for me. Or they find out that you're a baker, they're and it's like, like, oh, oh I'll if be your you taste ever want, tester. Yeah. yeah. So I've come up with I've come up with a solution. It's <laughs> a really long one, um, but I've come up with my responses whenever anybody says, "Hey, you want to put that in the back of my car?" I'll be like, "Oh no, I actually drank all the samples on the way over." <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Oh, that's nice. Hello, I'm Heidi, and directly in front of me, it's John. You're at the set, and we are the Badgers. <laughs> He just laughs at me. <laughs> so harsh. I mean, I just failed him once. Okay, that is ghetto boffing. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> I did. I did. I learned about the Supreme Court today. <laughs> Only most of you guys are gonna recognize this. Documents on a piece of paper. I was going for Tigger. You were somewhere in that vicinity. I was. <laughs> somewhere between Tigger and the Joker. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heidi, how you doing? Finnegan Jones is in the house. Oh my gosh. And why does why is his last name Jones and our name is Badger? I don't know. It just, it flows because Finnegan Badger sounds weird. Finnegan but Jones. Finnegan is the dog that has been missing for eight weeks. For eight years. And on Friday, a group of really awesome people got him cornered underneath a shed and we managed to trap him and bring him home. And it is such a relief to have him back here. Yeah. And surprisingly, he didn't need to be retrained, like yeah. house trained and stuff. So he figured out. Oh, well, I guess I'm back in carpet. I only have to pee when John's touching me. And then he just randomly pees because he does not Has like... Has he peed when, since he's been back? Yeah, every time I touch him. Really? <laughs> Did you not know this? I didn't know he peed a lot, like, anytime you touched him these days. Yeah, he oh. he just... Uh, he doesn't like... He doesn't like me. I think I really think it's because Charlie told him to hands off. I very much, very much think so. After the the, fia- the confrontation, the, yeah, this, that more, confrontation this afternoon, today, yeah. yeah, that was that was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's... I think Charlie is very much like, this is my human. Do not come close. 
you can have the other one. It's so adorable, though. Charlie's so cute. <laughs> it is. You want to tell the good people of the podcast what you're training Charlie to do? I think everybody already knows, but <laughs> yes. So we just recently, as of yesterday, got a backpack for the dog to sit in. So Charlie can actually sit in the bag and I it's like a backpack. So I just take it on the motorcycle and her head's popping up and her paws are on my shoulders and we're going to get her some goggles. And then she is the cutest dog. She's going to be a motorcycle puppy. Yeah, she is. She's very cute. She, uh, she wasn't as nervous as I was expecting her Mm-mm. to be. No, yeah. that was like the best she's been all day. Yeah. She's been like really nervous all day long except for that. And then after she got off the motorcycle, she was like psyched. Yeah. yeah. She's a she's a good puppy. I she like is. Her. She's doing good. But she is apparently very territorial. Yeah, she really likes you. To... You are her human. Yeah. <laughs> well, for some reason, dogs, man, they really like you. So I hope uh, this past weekend is Memorial Day. Um, hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I managed to actually have an actual weekend off Saturday, Sunday. So you and I hung out. We spent so much time together. I know. We did brunch. Uh, we got like a whole pitcher of mango mimosas. Yeah, we well, it's a it's a carafe. Okay, we got a whole carafe of mango mimosas. They were delicious. And we walked around the Garden Jubilee. I had walked around it the day before, which is like a big uh, garden festival in our town. We have a really lot of fun. festivals here. Yeah, we do, and I love it. I love that our main street gets closed all the time and just people get to set up booths and and do the thing, yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. I like that we have like the Garden Jubilee kind of kicks off festival season on Memorial Day weekend. And then on Labor Day weekend, we have the Apple Festival that kind of closes the season. Yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. Of course, we had to watch our Marvel movie for the the day. Do you know how many Marvel movies there are? Oh, my goodness. I actually just listened to the same episode of Trivial Warfare you did. (laughs) How many? How many are there? Do you remember? Uh, there are, I think they said, somebody guessed in like 36. I think it was 28. There's 20. 29. Yeah. They There's guessed 28 29. and it was within one. And, that's, and yeah. there are five more scheduled to come out before the end of next year, which is wild. That is too many movies. It's, I feel like <laughs> they need to have one of those like previously on the in, in the MCU before each movie so you yeah. can catch up on all the relevant stuff. That would be nice. Because like so, we started watching, we've been watching them once a week or once every other week and we just watched Endgame and it started off and it's like Thanos is ravaging Thor's ship and I was like, what is happening? I do not remember this because we had to watch like two movies between the end of Thor Ragnarok and the beginning of this one. Right. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's not made in order, and even if it is made in order, there are all these different, different, uh, like chronologically. There's a guy who's in the process of. Uh, he's probably finished it by now, but well, actually, I lied because it's constantly coming out more. But he's like making a chronological order of scene to scene mm. as opposed to movie to movie. Okay. So that way you know where the the scene yeah. is happening so you, it's not out of order because even the movies are out of order because they'll have you're out of order. No, you're out of order. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just I definitely feel like there needs to be like a previously in the MCU and you have give no you like idea those- what that no, That's I have from, no idea. Oh my god! But just give you like the relevant bits of data that you need. It's it's just it's so much to have to keep track of it all. 
Yeah, because we had just watched Black Panther, right? Was yes, that the yes. last one that we watched? And then it went to that one. To Endgame, which was right at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a... Yeah, but we're watching it all in, all in order. We probably mentioned this before, but we are watching them in order as much as we can. But they keep on coming out with movies and then putting them in the middle. And it's like, oh, shit, now we have to go back and listen to it all, watch it all over again. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would suck. But yeah, so, Black Widow came out at the right time because yeah. we were able to watch it and yeah. continue on. I saw somebody commented or made a statement that like so many people belittle the superhero movies. They're like, it's such a cheap money grab. It's not real acting, like belittle it and stuff like that. Holy shit. You want to talk about real acting? They are the best at acting. Because they're acting with brooms and green screens. Yes. And like broomsticks that have a tennis ball like on it. And it's like, this is the head. Yeah. That is the epitome of acting because they are reacting. And in such a way to something that's so inanimate. Yeah. They're pantomiming their whole scene. Well, and also, so she said... That when you say that about these movies, that they're like cheap money grabs, they're not like good movies, it's lessening all of the people that are in the movie, not just like the main actors, but like everybody, the costume designers, the set designers, the people who are doing the CGI, the people who are like, so many people are involved in that movie. And when you're like, oh, it's just like, whatever, it's lazy acting. Like, no, what about all of the other stuff? It's not. Even, and it's not lazy acting. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not lazy acting. What it is is lazy, lazy writing. There's a lot of yeah. lazy writing, and there there are a lot of good punchlines that I'll I'll chuckle to myself for, mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, that's actually funny. But but then there are some that are just gratuitous, or it's just. But the the writing is generally lazy, and it's like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen next, yeah. and then sure enough, that. But exactly also, that's happens. like what you want to watch. You know, what I mean, like it's, having it's those... popcorn for the brain. <laughs> yeah, it's just an but, easy. But the acting is tremendous. the The money that they poured into it is obvious because mm -hmm. they're coming out in really good, uh, good quality stuff. You know, minus the writing, mm -hmm. which is so frustrating, and. You know, they can they know what they're doing. They can just pump out another one. And yes, they're pumping out a hell of a lot of them. But I obviously have a lot of things to say about the MCU. But well, it makes sense that they're doing it. But it is frustrating because there's so many stories that are true, like real stories that should be put on screen and mm -hmm. made into these huge productions. Mm -hmm. But they're not because they have to make rate for the MCU. Like they're not going to make money because the MCU has all of this cash flow that's already pumping into it mm -hmm. and everybody's already so invested and they they can't not watch the next movie. Yeah. So if you just pump out a random you make a good story that's just by itself, nobody's going to watch that by comparison. Mhm. Mm it is it is frustrating as a as a writer. Well, so I thought about it today because um, on one of the radio shows I listened to, they were talking about, uh, maybe it was on the radio show, I can't remember what it was, but somebody said like, oh, you know, are you still going to watch Johnny Depp's movies after all of this like Johnny Depp Amber Heard trials? And people were like, I don't think you should watch his movies anymore because, but I was like, you know what? He is one person in a thousand person production in this movie. And I don't think that it's fair to right. be like, oh, I'm not going to watch this movie because it has Johnny Depp in it when you're now discounting all of the other actors that showed up in that movie and all of the like costume and set and writers and 
all of the people who worked on that. Like, it's so much more than just him. You know, and I think that sometimes people forget about all of that, that it's like, I don't like this one person. Don't support them. Don't see their movie. But there's so like, you're not supporting just them. Like, yes, a lot of money is going to their pocket. But there's there's so many other people, too, that are are on that. Right. Yeah. I'm but I'm not going to watch Toy Story 11. And I'm not going to watch Land Before Time 22. No. But what's the difference between a movie and a TV show? Like, what's the difference between three movies and two seasons? So my sister works for Marvel. Um, Becky, she was on here. Uh, And she said that the hard part of working for Marvel TV shows, because she worked on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I think she worked on another one too, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, But she said that Marvel doesn't really know how to make TV shows. They make them like mini movies where they're like, oh, we're going to do like this TV show. But instead of doing like 12 episodes of a TV show, they do like 12 mini movies and they just shoot it very differently than they do TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. She said it's just like very different because she's worked on a lot of TV show sets as well. Right. And so she said it's just very interesting to see like how Marvel just does it differently because they just are like, oh, well, we're really good at making movies. So we're just going to like, it's just the same thing. Right. And she's like, no, so many TV shows are shot so differently than movies are. But Marvel shoots it like they would any movie. They just, it's just shorter. Which I thought was pretty cool. Excuse me. Um, so we actually were not intending to talk about the MCU today. <laughs> Got a we, lot of things to say about it. We were intending on talking about flaky people. I do hate it, though, when people, when people flake on you. I do feel like the world and society these days is so much harder to get together with people because it's so easy to cancel. It's so frustrating that this is the only time that we've ever known, though. So when we say these days, these days are all of the days that we know. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just like being an adult. And it is harder as an adult because my friends live in different cities and we all have different work schedules. It's easier as an adult. Well, in high school and in college, you all live really close to each other. You're all there together. In high school, you're literally spending like two or three classes a day with people then you'd have like sports or play practices and stuff like that. You could sleep over at their houses. You worked together. So you just spent a lot of time with your friends. But then now that I'm an adult, it's like my friends live in different places and we don't all live like next door to each other. We're not all be at school together every single day. Right. And like I'm really good friends with the girls I work with, but I don't see them outside of work because the girl I worked with today who I would love to hang out with her outside of work, she lives almost an hour and a half away from us. Yeah. And then, you know, like the other girl who's one of my best friends at work and I love her and I want to do so much with her, but she lives an hour away from us. Like we all are just really spread out. And so getting together on a daily or even like multi, like more, more than one day a week outside of work is just like, I can't do that. I can't do it. Well, I understand that frustration, but that's a proximity issue. There is the issue of people making commitments and then just not following following through with yeah. it yeah so you remember the softball team that i started in <laughs> in utah yes i do so i started a you uh a, started a softball team and i had gotten over 20 people to sign up to petition for the company to sponsor our team that i worked for and they gave me the green light i had 20 people 20 plus people sign up and then at the first game, like 13 people showed up and then nine and then seven. And then it just conti- continued to to dwindle. And I'm like, guys, we need to have a team. 
And we ended up having to recruit. We'd had a hundred percent turnover before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And it's not because the coach was terrible. It's because nobody showed up. So nobody showed up. It was just this con- continuous thing. that just like kept on dwindling and it just, it was shitty. But that's indicative of like how many parties do you try to to set up? You have, you know, 10 people say that they're going to show up and then only three people show up. Yeah, it's true. Like people commit to shit and then they don't show Even up. Even with for work it. interviews, like I've had I've scheduled so many interviews that people have just not shown up for or that when I call to like try to set up an interview, they're like, oh, yeah, I did apply, but I don't think I want the position. I'm like. Why are you flaking on me? So yesterday I was supposed to meet with somebody virtually for music composition for the last episode mm-hmm. of Universe 25. Mm-hmm. And they they contacted me and said, hey, does Sunday at five o'clock work for you? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Is so-and-so also going to participate in this this conversation? Because they were supposed to sing the song or whatever. And, and then I got no response and then Sunday came and went and I was like, that son of a bitch. Why are you going to contact? Oh, and I had another voice actor who was supposed to do the narration for some like, uh, commercials, like, like, uh, promos for universe 25. And then he contacted me and said, Hey, do you still need somebody to do this? And I was like, yeah, that would be great. Here are the lines. Whenever you can send them to me, that would be amazing. Crickets. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. And I'm like, why Why is it that you're going to commit to something? And no, not even just commit to something. I didn't ask him. He con- contacted me and said, do you still want that? And I was like, absolutely, I do. And then I got nothing. Mm-hmm. And that was the second person who had done that for the exact same thing. I'm like, what the hell is going on? People are just bad at committing to things these days. It's like, it's so easy to just cancel. No, no, they don't even cancel. They just ghost. And that's the most problematic. Because you can have somebody who, who says, yeah, I'll show up. And then if they say, hey, actually, I'm not able to make it because I have X. Or I just don't want to. Or whatever. Even if there is no reason for you not to come, tell somebody. Like, I, yeah, I just find it so damn frustrating. I would, if somebody asks me to do something. It's disrespectful of my time and of, you know, like me as a person that you're going to make these plans and you're going to be like, oh, well, it was more important for me to sit on my couch and watch TV or whatever. Like, that's just. It's disrespectful, and it makes it seem like you think your time and you are more important. Yeah. It just, it so irks me. It's like, if I wanted something flaky like this, I would have just gone with Pillsbury buttermilk biscuits or something. I feel like so often it's like kind of almost FOMO, like that fear of missing out where they're like, I want to do this thing that sounds like fun. But, like, if I go to that, what might I be missing out on at home? Or, like, oh, if I go and do that thing, then I won't be able to, like, watch my show or something else. My, You know, it's just, and maybe it won't be fun, so I don't want to, I don't want to commit to it. Yeah. So often if people just go, they have a good time. They enjoy whatever it is they're doing. So, 
being that we've moved as much as we have, even since we've been together, you know, we have a tendency to acquire friends and then, you know, we'll do some activities with them and then they'll just like kind of disappear. But really the goal is like, I'd rather have a much smaller tight knit group. You know, quality over quantity. Absolutely. And if I have people who are saying, yeah, I'll, I'll drive an hour and a half to go hang out with you, especially if it's in a certain group. So we have a game night that's coming up uh-huh. and these people really like each other. And if we just hosted game night every so often, people will drive an hour and a half to go see us to hang out with all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's a much, much more fun experience, a much more, much quality of far higher quality experience. And I think that that's what what we need isn't, you know, having a bunch of friends who say that they're going to show up and show up, but a bunch, but a few friends who say that they're going to show up and who actually do show up and have that quality time. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, fan art. We got fan art for uh, for Universe 25. That's exciting. It is exciting. And so we've gotten one last week and then we got another one this week. And it's so fun to see somebody's interpretation of what's like who these who these characters are for Universe 25. Yeah. And, you know, they obviously looked at some pictures of the voice actors mm-hmm. and then they compiled them and made it so that they were you know interacting with one another. So the last one we got was with Aries, Nicholas and Leona. Mm-hmm. and Nicholas is way taller than everybody else. <laughs> he's like this bigger than life character, and he's the shortest one. Of- <laughs> like the voice actor is. Where can the good people of the podcast find your fan art? Uh, So I've been making a collection on Instagram okay. on the Universe 25 pod or at Universe 25 pod, but they're... There's uh, one particular artist who's been making a couple of them, but we have some others that are promised to come But if they way. follow your Universe 25 Instagram, then they'll probably see you reposting your fan art or sharing your yeah, fan art? Yeah, absolutely. It's, nice. All the art's going to always show up on social media because I want to have their artwork displayed. Yeah, I think that's awesome that they're making yeah. that for you. It's so cool. I really like it. Anyway, uh, now we can go into Today in History. In 1935, Babe Ruth retired. This is for June 2nd. Oh, no more peanuts and chocolate and nougat. Yeah, no, no more, no more Babe Ruth candy bars. It's not great. It's it's, it's probably not, my. It's not a great candy bar. However, like the game the of baseball is echelon. great. I do like baseball. Yes, um, you do. All right. In 1924, Congress enacted the Indian Citizenship Act. Which is oh, that wild sounds amazing. That in 1924, that's when Indian, like Native Americans, were finally considered to be citizens of the United States. Like what? No, we became citizens of <laughs> of America. That's, what is what is really wrong cool. with Congress? I just so much help needs. Uh, in 1953, Queen Elizabeth II was coronated. Coronated? It was the Cor- coronation. Yeah, of yeah. Queen Elizabeth. Coroned. Can Corona. you be coronated? She, yeah, it was coronated. It sounds weird when you say it, coronated. Yeah, so it, I was like, it's the cor- it was the coronation of Queen yeah. Elizabeth II. Yeah. Who is still reigning queen, man. I am impressed. That girl has got to go some point. Whoa. 
Whoa, did you just wish ill upon her? No. God save the queen. <laughs> uh, <something like> <laughs> um, and last but not least, in 1865, June 2nd was the day the American Civil War ended. Wow. Yeah. That wasn't a very civil war, was it? No, not really. A lot not of people really. died. They were very mean to each other. So people keep on talking about the potential of a civil war happening in in the country nowadays. And I'm just like, you're literally literally talking about neighbor against neighbor. There's no way that you're going to get that kind of organization yeah. between people like there are the just Democrats too and many the Republicans. People and they're they're too intermingled. They're so Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then again, the people who have the guns are the minority, so it's like, oh well. <laughs> well, they they might have a fighting chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you have a stamp of approval? The Badger's stamp of approval. I I'd, I'd say go to the Instagram, the at Universe Twenty Five Pod, and check out the fan art. Um, so far, we have Connor who is actually also a patron. We just started our Patreon for Universe 25, and we have three patrons, and Connor is one of them. It's so fun to see people in like getting invested in the storyline, and I wonder how disappointed they're going to be at the end of the series, at the end of the season, because <laughs> there's some real real uh twists and turns real turns that are still to come mm. because it's all been building at this point mm -hmm. and then upcoming it's just going to be like just a bunch of stuff that that gets they get their teeth kicked in and then i wonder if i'm going to lose some fan base based off of it <laughs> but well, i think fun. that there's going to be more of an investment in the characters still anyway uh yeah so check out the instagram at universe 25 pod what about you? Do you have a stamp of approval? I do. I recently finished reading a book called Daughter of the Pirate King by Trisha Levenseller. Uh, highly recommend. It was a really good read. I actually listened to it. Um, and it was just, it was a solid book. Uh, it had a nice twist in there. Did you say there. it was a good read? Yeah. And then that you listened to it? Yeah. Oh my God. It's still, I still love the book. <laughs> it's not um, reading. No, I'm just kidding. But it was, it was a really good book. It had some some good twists in it. I'm excited to read the second one, Daughter of the Siren Queen, I believe is what it's called. Uh, but yeah, so I would highly recommend if you're looking for a good fiction book that's like Adventure on the High Seas, Daughter of the Pirate King. Uh, it's got a really strong protagonist, female protagonist. Um, it's got a good little romance going on in there. It's, got, it's, it's good. It's a nice little blend of fantasy. Interesting. So, yeah. That's cool. Um, I think before we get into the, the next segment, uh, we had an email, email from one of our listeners, and this was in response to one of our questions of the day. So if you have a have an answer to the question of the day, uh, shoot us email an email or, or tweet. Tweet us, yeah. Anyway, the uh, the question originally was, and I'm not looking at the card itself, but the uh, the question as it stands was, what do you do that you can lose track of time? You remember that question? I do. Yeah. So one of our listeners, Anne. Howdy, Anne. How hey, are you Anne. doing? You doing great? Good. Uh, so they said that writing and reading, the world fades away. 
And go read Daughter of the Pirate King. It's really good. Or listen to it. Apparently. Or listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a really hard time just sitting and reading because I just feel like I need to be doing 10 other things at the same time. So That's probably one of the reasons why I don't like reading. Yeah. There is... But also, I just my mind just goes into other things and I'm not, I'm no longer reading. I'll get a paragraph in and I'm like, Oh shit. I forgot everything that happened. I can reread that entire paragraph. I just read and remember literally none of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and did also say thank you for the fulfillment of her request uh, that she squealed. And that was the request to do a guess the true story. Yeah, it was. So and we'll, we'll continue that. It's not today, but we will continue that. It's, yeah. It's a fun little exercise. Courtesy of Travis Brown's Hot Dicks. The question for today is, when you have to study for a test, what is a proven successful method? Study? Who That's for such a test? bullshit. I'm sorry! I don't study for tests. I'm you... just a, I'm a really good test taker. It's just one of those things, one of those skills I got in life. I did not study for the ACT. I did not try on the ACT. I walked out with a 33 on my first try. I don't know what that means. That's out of 36. The average score is like a 22. So, Which I did get the highest score in my family, which makes me feel pretty good. <laughs> um, a lot of people will take it two or three times. Yeah. Um, but it was a high enough score to get me a full ride scholarship to everywhere in Utah. Nice. Um, yeah, but I just, I'm a really good test taker. I don't study for tests. I don't try on tests. I passed the AP calculus test and I literally only answered half the questions. That's so gross. I just, I'm a good test taker. One, of my, like one of my good skills in life. Your you're good uh, book knowledge and then your street smarts are just like. Yo, I got some good street smarts. What just happened to you? <laughs> what is, What was that? <laughs> Gavin, street God. smarts. That's so, so horrible. Uh, to answer, to for me to answer that question, so when I was, I my biggest problem in school was that I didn't know how to learn. Because right? you didn't go to school. Because I didn't go to school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to, like I didn't, I didn't know myself and how it is that I, I learned the best. Well, and, and your brain is just like any other muscles with people all the time are like, oh my gosh, why do I need to learn algebra? I'm never going to use it again. But it's not necessarily about learning the algebra. It's about like progressing every year in what you're learning. So like you're always and math is an easy thing to like take it to the next step. Yeah, math is an easy thing, everybody. No, that's what I didn't say. It's I realize that we're talking to a rocket scientist in the group, but math <laughs> I mean, is an easy math, thing <laughs> math to isn't... take to the next step that you can go from algebra to geometry to trigonometry to calculus, like. Like it has easy, understandable levels. Yeah, like, like there and there are multiple levels to it. Whereas levels. English is just like it's hard. It's more subjective. So I feel like that's one of those things that they teach you in school because every year you're just exercising that skill, and it's an easy thing to exercise. There's always a solid answer. Like there's no arguing the answer. There's no subjectiveness to it. It's like you know two plus two equals four. And so every year you're like learning, you're learning how to learn, you're growing your brain, you're exercising your brain. And that's one of those yeah. things that you just missed out on. I just didn't, didn't get that. Yeah, you didn't get that. But I found that when I was learning for trucking, mm -hmm. like because you have to learn all of the different parts of the truck itself. So I had to learn, like if anybody has a CDLA, it's because they understood the engine compartment and they were able to point out all these different parts of like they don't necessarily know how they work 
mm-hmm. but they know all of these different parts and there are hundreds of parts that they have to learn. Mm-hmm. So I found myself watching these videos like with everybody else in the class, but I was drawing pictures and I'm like, mm. I drew the engine compartment. I'm like, this is where this is. This is where this is. And I have all these lines to it. So I'm like able to see, I can visualize that. So I'm a visual learner. And I have heard that the more senses you engage when you are learning something, the more likely you are to retain it. So like if you're listening to it and you're writing it down or drawing it, and then you like say it out loud later, that's three senses you're engaging yeah. to like and, learn it. So, And then if you're like licking the oil, then you also have a taste of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it helps. Yeah. But just like engage, the more engaged you can get with the information or like the more times like you can repeat it in different ways. Like I said, like writing it down, saying it out loud, hearing it, like those are all different ways. And like the likelihood of you remembering it is much higher. Yeah. So. Cool. Do you yeah. have anything else or you think that should i think that should do it good thank you for hanging out with us at the set don't forget to tweet us at the set pod on twitter with your answer to our question yep and maybe you'll hear your answer on the air next week be sure to give our other podcasts mercury theater podcast and universe 25 a listen check out the website mercurytheaterpodcast.com for more information and we will talk to you next week oh great yes bye